0: Sports Video 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley With the biggest stories of the day, it's the big three at three. Number one. All right, uh, Texans fans
2: starting to get answers. Starting to get answers. They hired the defensive coordinator when we left Friday, Matt Burke. He is going to be the coordinator. It feels like from that, that uh, D'Amico will be calling the plays. But they hired their coordinator, Frank Ross, has been retained to be the Uh, special teams coordinator. And now we're starting to get answers with the offensive coaching staff. And this is important because these guys are running the show. And the leader of that is Bobby Slowick. We we heard that name from the jump. He's been in the 49ers uh, organization, been there the last six years with, uh, with D'Amico Ryans. He is the OC. We're hearing some news potentially with Clint Kubiak could be a part of the staff. Uh, We've even heard as specific as run game coordinator, but um, but we do know Gerard Johnson's going to be a part of this staff as a quarterback coach Clint just right now now that now that you know it, now that it's here, now we know Bobby Slowick is the guy being tasked to run this offense. How you feeling?
3: Yeah look I, I, I like the system he comes out of. I, I like what you hear about him. Kyle Shanahan had some had some really positive things to say about him, but I, I'm concerned with the 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 amount of time that he, he's been on the offensive side of the football. Um, he actually, what I heard, if I, if I read it correctly, what Shanahan was saying was that he actually worked with D'Amico Ryan's when on the defensive staff before moving to the offensive side of the football. So good thing he knows D'Amico, they've got a working relationship to me, a little bit of a concern is, is the, the small sample size of him being on the offensive side of the ball. And, and then the, obviously not having, uh, ever been a, 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 play caller and, and, uh, ultimately all the things that come along with neat with the OC title which ultimately the only guy that's got more responsibility in the entire organization I would say is the general manager and the head coach and so um, you knew that once they hired D'Amico Ryan's a defensive-minded head coach that there was going to be a gamble um, one way or another with the offensive coordinator um, I'm glad it's out of the same system I like I like the guy's makeup and, and a lot all the stuff I'm hearing about him but there's no sugarcoating the 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 level of inexperience with Bobby Slowick when it comes to to all the things that that being an offensive coordinator at a high level encompasses.
2: Yeah, he's going to be calling plays for the very first time. Yep, and designing game plans, doing all you know. You, I would think with Kyle there and there already being an OC there and Mike McDaniel being there years before as the OC, you'll wonder how much impact and input he had in putting those together. Now, he's under guys that know what they're doing, and you hope he learned a lot from it, right? Uh, But I think one part of it is just numbers. Like, everybody's not going to hit coming out of that system, right? Robert Solid just dealt with that, that that, that the floor didn't hit coming out of that system. The Texans just hope that this is a guy that does hit. But to that, we have seen the young coordinator with the young coach work a lot. We just saw it in Philadelphia. Shane Steichen, the young coordinator, with Nick Sirianni. We we've seen this McVeigh and, and, and Shanahan, Mike McDaniel. We've seen it. Just hope that 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 is the one. But as you said, is like just I mean, just thinking about it, a person running the offensive show yep. because you got a defensive minded coach who we presume is going to call defensive plays too, which means he's going to be really uh, even knee deep in the defense more than somebody like Mike Tomlin who is just a CEO. It's just going to be somebody who has have any experience calling plays in a game who doesn't have any experience of putting together the game plan yeah. to get you ready
3: yeah look I mean it's it's if we just talk about you know just designing your your offensive playbook and and communicating that down through your staff to your players um it, that's that is a huge task that's a, that is a huge part of Managing the staff and, and and creating these communication channels to make sure that it's all it's all communicated the right way and, and you know you you being the guy that not Kyle not Kyle Shanahan but you being the guy now that has to say no I want the play communicated this way we we know how it's designed we know what who's doing what and when and where and all that but now we've got to communicate it show to a perfect a perfect example is like we talked about earlier with the with the Chiefs game. Like as great as Andy Reid was with those two throwing the ocean short touchdowns for Pat Mahomes, as great as that was, if the motion wasn't coached to be, I mean, burst motion where they are they are balls to the wall, hundred miles an hour in, and they turn around and, and run back out, like th- those plays don't work. And so every little detail matters. And so it's just a a huge roll of the dice here uh, with with Bobby Slowick and and whether. You know he has the ability to do all the things again uh, that that an offensive coordinator needs to be able to do at this level and and not be good but be elite. Ultimately, I mean we're talking about now you get into game the, the actual game plan and the actual timing of a play call. That he's gonna he's I would imagine he's gonna have some of the game management um, you know things on his plate as well with a defensive minded head coach. So. Um, yeah, a l- little bit of a concern there with Bobby Sloak, especially not knowing who they're going to add to the mix. But I tell you what, absolutely love the Gerard Johnson um, add in the quarterback room. We can get into that as the show goes on, show. But that, that to me, that is um, – I'm familiar with him, familiar with his upbringing, not not as a kid, but as a coach. Um, and, and I think it is, it's going to be very, very valuable just generally speaking, but it could be even tenfold more valuable given that the Texans are positioned to draft – one of these young quarterbacks who he's worked with and known for a long period of time.
2: We'll keep an eye on the Kent, the Clint Kubiak situation, too, to see if that gets resolved, if we we'll hear about that before yep. we're out here today.
0: Big three and three, number two. Here we go. Hurts as all day. Now some rushers come. Going to throw it as far as his arm can take it, which is well short. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57.
2: All right, uh, last night the Chiefs, uh, they win their second Super Bowl in four years. This five-year stretch uh, has been uh, one of the best in NFL history. They've won the most games in a five-year period, three Super Bowl appearances, very similar to what the Astros have done on the baseball side in the last five or six years, six years with the Astros, and it's a five-year run. Uh, Patrick Mahomes wins the MVP. Uh, This is the first time since Kurt Warner – that the MVP of the regular season won uh, the Super Bowl, and he won the Super Bowl MVP. Now two Super Bowl MVPs to go along with two regular season MVPs. Uh, But the thing that I think most people are talking about outside of this game or in this game is what happened at the end on the uh, final drive for the Chiefs, third down and eight or nine, uh, and Juju Smith-Schuster runs a route and – and uh, the uh, Chiefs were aided by a penalty called uh, by uh, by the officials here for a uh, defensive hold.
0: Mahomes, pressure, lofting one, end zone incomplete. Juju Smith-Schuster couldn't catch up. There's a flag at the 10. Hang on, there's a penalty. Prior to the pass, holding, number 24, defense. Penalty. Worst case scenario, you'll see James Bradbury. They're gonna say he grabs him, got his left hand on his back. I don't know, Mike. Listen, I think on this stage, just it changes the entire complexion of how this classic game is gonna end.
2: Yeah, a lot of people uh, uh, kind of felt, I think, the way that Greg did. A lot of people disappointed uh, after that happened. To me, I mean, it was holding. Uh, he grabbed his, he grabbed. Hell, he said it <laughs> after the game. James Bradbury himself. You know, said I. I grabbed him. I was hoping I'd get away with it. Um, and listen, if you're an official, you see the pool of the jersey. They're going to call that. Thing.
3: Yeah, there's no question whether it was or it wasn't holding. I mean, I, I think that's you, you could call that play damn near any any in, any pass play that uh, several not maybe not any but several pass plays do I think the biggest. Controversy here is that they they essentially swallowed flags all day long and, and and let them play ball and then in the biggest moment right wrong or indifferent they throw a flag and it essentially ends the ball game and and for for the the just the NFL fan I didn't have any skin in the game the NFL, like when when Pat got the ball with five plus minutes left the the whole thought is like all right there's enough time on the clock I don't know if Pat's gonna be able to kill all this I know like the crazy thing is when you're t- dealing with Pat's like. It's an afterthought. Like I know they're going to score, right? Oh, yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, gonna oh, they're going to score, but Jalen's going to get the ball back, and then can Jalen arrive? And it'll be a moment for Jalen, the kind of deal. Can the Super Bowl become even better? And then it's like, boom, just a buzz kill. And and look, I mean, at the end of the day, it, there's no debating it. It was it was a penalty. Um, it, it was just it was just tough to, for it to end that way. I, as a fan of the NFL. I, it took all the it was a buzz kill. it took all the wind out of my damn sails because i was waiting for a a just a nail biting finish in the last minute plus was just like all right yeah I, like for put those, a knee in it.
2: for those who feel like the eagles got screwed in it i, I completely disagree with with that uh um but i can i, I can hear where you're coming from of boy there there were calls throughout where it seemed like they let especially the the DBs play very physical I think there was one earlier with uh, yep. Smith Schuster and Brad, Bradbury the same crew uh on a third down in which many times you see it called uh that they they let go uh through so I I, I can get that point but boy to me man you're sitting there I think those guys are trained when you see the Jersey pool uh, that one that one's hard and then he got him around the waist again when he when he tried to to finish off the route. Uh, no. and, and that just like people like, yeah. and, and in that case, I just want to throw, because I've seen this on the text line. Like it was at that point, defensive holding, it does not matter about if the ball is catchable at that Correct. point. And we get to thrown it into the eighth row. Like it was, it, he held him before that was, that was, if it was pass interference, then I could hear the catchable thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's just a lot of times, you know, that's, that's the case. Is it's either away from the ball, or it's the ball is thrown, you know, beyond the receiver, and so to the to the fans' eye, it's it's hard to understand. Look, I I personally thought it was a ticky-tack foul that they had let go all the the throughout the game, the same two exact players they they didn't call earlier in the ball game, which you mentioned, and and unfortunately, it, it just again, like I said, it just took the took the wind out of the sails of of maybe a an epic finish instead of just milk the clock and kick the field goal. Yeah. So
2: But it's not but it's not at all the reason why they lost that game um, I think the I think one of the biggest things is what the two advantages that I think most people who picked the Eagles thought they were going to hell, I don't even think picked the Eagles. I think most people thought they were going to have the advantage was in the trenches. And the Eagles outside of Jalen couldn't run the ball at all. I, it was Jalen had seventy, and the rest of them had in the forties. Miles Sanders couldn't get going, Gainwell couldn't get going, and then the Chiefs rushed for 120 yards in the second half. Like that's not what they that you know what you're accustomed to them doing. They rushed for almost 160 for the game, and the Chiefs got two sacks. And I think you said it earlier; it didn't even appear Mahomes was ever uncomfortable in that game. From yeah, from the from the Eagles who had 78 sacks on the season.
3: Yeah, that 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 to me that's the that's the story of the game because that was the matchup to watch is you got, you've got you got an unbelievable, just a relentless pass rush coming in. And um, not only the offensive line, but the, the game plan and their ability to get the ball out of Pat's hands quick, quicker on most throws um, was impressive, man. I mean, it, it was really, really impressive. But them five big boys up front did a hell of a job. And, and they can talk about the turf all they want. Uh, at the end of the day, man, both teams were playing in that in that same turf. The struggles were real for both squads on offense and defense. That that uh, that Kansas City offensive line did a hell of a job.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: So uh, we'll see what happens there as they uh, they win their second championship in four years.
3: Big three at three, number three. All
2: right, there are still two vacancies for head coaches open. Uh, the Eagles they are interviewing. Or I'm sorry, the uh, Arizona Cardinals are interviewing Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. Uh, that'll be happening uh, this week and. Uh, we started hearing reports that the Eagles' offensive coordinator Shane Steichen is going to Indianapolis, and this is reports that he is finalizing his head coaching deal with the Colts. So the Eagles could lose both of their coordinators. At least the thought is Shane Steichen is coming to the AFC South to the Indianapolis Colts, and with all the names we saw on this one, if I'm a Texans fan, this is the one that that I, I would. I would be a bit concerned about because it looks like this is somebody who is very cutting edge, can work with a lot of different style quarterbacks, and we just saw a lot of people give him even more credit than Nick Sirianni of what he was able to do to help Jalen Hurts progress to where he is right
3: now. Yeah, this is the one for me too, show Shane Steichen to, to Indianapolis, and I think it's what you said, and then also you look at the way Indianapolis is built. They've got they they've not, it's not not just a good offensive line, but they got dudes up there that are that are of the same cloth, if you will, as, as some of those Philly guys, where they they they're just dirty, they're nasty, they're filthy. They're, they they play a physical brand already, and so man, you plug the right quarterback into a Shane Steichen offense, that that offense as is, I I would bet would would be better sooner rather than later, um, as than if they went a different route with a defensive minded head coach or. Or somebody that maybe doesn't doesn't have the ability to mold mold their offense around that quarterback. So that's definitely the one for for me to keep an eye on is Shane Steichen. Not only what he did in Philly with Jalen, but but also it's in the division, obviously.
2: Yeah. So we'll see how that happens, man. Uh, yeah, him, Jonathan Taylor. Like you could start to see if they go oh, up. A lot of people believe they're going to go up and try to get Bryce. You like Bryce in the system that he's that he's running. If they go up, I know many Texans fans don't want to hear that. But Bryce Young running that type of system. The thing about Shane, though, he seems like he's not just married to that. We've seen him work with Philip Rivers as well, yeah, with the Chargers. But I'd be interested to see how he would use Bryce Young if that's who they want to go up to get. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. I, I think I think Bryce would be fine in in any system. I, I think yeah. I think the the other guys are the ones that, you know, if Will Levis is as good as everybody says he is, and his athletic athleticism translates to the NFL as well as it as. Everybody says it is. That. He may be the guy that would be more of a fit there than, than, than Bryce and and um and CJ. But but uh, I would think Shane Steichen would would be able to work with with, with different levels of quarterback. But I damn sure like to see uh, his product with a, with a Jalen Hurts type of skill set along with that O line and that run game with Jonathan Taylor would be fun to watch.
2: Mm, what if they thought to themselves, or we get Shane Steichen? Let's, uh, let's see if the Bears want to trade us.
3: You know what's coming. Justin Fields. Oh, ju- oh, I didn't think about that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. What if
2: the Bears want to go a quarter a new restart? If they trade us, Justin Fields, because Justin Fields fits some yeah. of that some of that of uh, Jalen Hurts. You just never know what, what could happen there uh, with uh, with things. So, Shane Steichen looks like he is ready and going to be the one taking over uh, in, in Indianapolis. Coming up, Jalen Hurts had a special – night last night and would have legit been the MVP had the Eagles won the game. Is he uh, the E word yet? Is he elite? Would you put him as elite yet? We'll talk about that coming up next.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Kubley.
2: Fellas, all right? The, the uh, NFL season's over. No more games? Sad
4: day, man. You all right? Sad I, day. Yeah, it's bittersweet, but I've never been... It's been a long time since I've been this excited for the draft. Well, yeah. Yeah.
2: It never stops, but now, yeah, it goes free agency, then the draft. Uh, but uh, last night, the uh, the final game of this season... And uh listen, I, I think when you look at the winners out there in that game, I think Patrick Mahomes, obviously, with his accomplishments uh now being added on his season's a big winner. Andy Reid's a big winner uh in that game yesterday. Steve Spagnola, the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs, a big winner. Jalen Hurts is right at the top of uh of big winners. This was uh Patrick Mahomes, uh Chiefs quarterback uh on uh on Jalen Hurts. Uh, who he uh, who he faced in the game, and like I said, both of them uh, were for t- fantastic. This was the uh, Mahomes on Jalen Hurts.
4: Yeah, I mean, if there was any doubters left, there there shouldn't be now. I mean, the way he stepped up on this stage um, and ran through the ball, whatever it took for his team to win. On, Tyler. I mean, that was a special performance. Out- God
2: man, can you even take? Can you take him? I can't even take him serious with what he's saying. Just. the <laughs> <laughs> he sounds, man. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so distracts Like, Rihanna's, <laughs> Rihanna on stage, like. Hey, just, want, frog, I want to focus on the. On the performance, but I can't because there's. So I'm the Super Bowl champion, show.
4: So <laughs> <my laughs> well, I I'm play
2: football. I'm sorry, I tried, but man, it is Celebrated just with a lot of kids. How did that happen to him?
3: I don't know. How it's, did he
2: get blessed with all of the talent, and then?
3: Well, you can't get everything.
2: <laughs> I said I got two Super Bowl trophies, you, on, show.
3: Would you rather have? Would
2: you rather have Michael Strahan's gap or that voice?
3: <sighs> Strahan's gap. I think that voice. I'm a big I'm big with teeth though. I gap all day.
2: Because you I guess you can but you you but you gotta keep it like straight hand. You can't yeah, get it I, fixed. No, you, can't no get you can't get it fixed. Yeah.
4: And and if you're Mahomes, you can't get a, a voice adjustment. Do they even do that?
2: I just I think I think I'm going with the voice too. I am not at the gap thing. Give, I me that, give
3: me that gap, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just,
4: I'm sorry. I just I know The gap's
2: worse than <laughs> my voice, clear I let's, promise. Let's try it again. Patrick Mahomes on on Jalen Hurts.
4: Yeah, I mean, if there was any doubters left, there there shouldn't be now. I mean, the way he stepped up on this stage no doubters. Um, and ran through the ball, whatever it took for his team to win. I mean that was a special performance i i don't want to get lo- i don't want it to get lost in the in the the loss that they had i mean even in whenever we got all the momentum in that game and and we went up eight points in the fourth quarter for him to respond and move his team right down the football field and run it in himself for the two point conversion it was a special performance by him man and um i mean it, you make sure you appreciate that when you look back on this game really special performance by Hurt. i heard
2: it's got to be honest i mean that's pretty good I just—I I like it I wonder when it was that he finally just not, well, just let it go and stop being insecure. About it. I mean, I mean, I'm still insecure about myself. I, w- I wonder what he sounded like before puberty. <laughs> I'm still insecure about your soft facts. I'm still insecure about that. Boy, you I mean, there's a it. lot. Just see me in middle school boy. You would, you, you gonna catch me in that gym with my shirt off? <laughs> uh, you can't. <would laughs> I was so, so cognitive. I wonder when he let it go. Hell, I guess maybe that Super Bowl. Maybe they done it for it
3: yeah when he realized he he was he could sling that thing all over the park <laughs> like, you know, like that he figured he said i i, I get this is something i can overcome
2: I can. no but 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 if you, as hard as it was you listen to 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 Jalen and Jalen was Jalen was elite special last night like his performance outside uh, of a few things mainly that that really bad turnover uh that had that was kind of a freak thing that was let, that led to a touchdown um like that was on display he threw the ball down the field he he made throws that I, I, I wasn't sure that he could fit in. A couple of those throws to Dallas Goddard, he got in there. Um, he had an elite performance last night. And let's just be honest, second team All-Pro, second in the MVP voting, or maybe it was third. I think Josh Allen and him tied. They tied second in the MVP voting. That screams elite year. You ready to put Jalen in that that category as an elite quarterback?
3: Yeah, no, no, I can't, I can't do it. Just based, he had a hell of a year. There's no doubt about it. Uh, the unique skill set is is something. When the organization and the coaching staff embraces it and 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 maximizes it, it it's unbelievably powerful. But yeah, I, I've got I got to see more. I got to see more than just a year from Jalen Hurts, a special year, as special as it was. Before I just push him up there in into the now, I mean, elite is. I mean, there's context needed, but like I, like I, I don't put like Lamar Jackson is not is not in the in the elite category for me. I'm, uh, you know, the so I guess that I need I need it defined before I say yes or no. But ultimately, you got the the, Pat Mahomes, you know, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, you know, those kind of guys right there that. Uh, that that are that I believe are are on a either are or will be sooner rather than later on on a path to the Hall of Fame. I can't put him up in that conversation yet, but I definitely got him in a conversation with with the guys like like again like um, Lamar Jackson that have had great years, even MVP years, won a lot of ball games. But I just need to see more of it.
2: He's flickering. See, I I, I think I have Lamar in there because he's he's done it multiple times. He's he's he... He give me a half a year of this again, then I I I may just say, all right, I, I, I'm good with it. I've I've been I've been tricked before. Yeah. Like Cam got me, boy. Cam, Cam Newton, 2015, he had a season unlike any other MVP, led his team to a Super Bowl. I'm like, yeah, that's an elite quarterback. But he never had a season like that again. Yep. He never had anything like that. Very, very, very good unique player but never was just to that level. Elite quarterback to me is year in, year out. You're doing it. and I feel like right now there's only hell. Of, there's not there's not yeah. that many of them. I think there's it, Pat, there's probably Josh Burrow. I still put Aaron in there. I, I I know he had a he had a rough year for him this year, but I mean he I mean he was a two-time MVP the last two years prior yeah. to this. So it, it's hard for me to just Pull Aaron's weird ass out of there, but he's getting close, man. He give me another a half a year like this. Yeah, I, like I, I'm, I might have. Oh, to I'm, start doing I'm buying. It like
3: that. I'm buying that that he's he is well on his way. I, I so I tell you, I put like, like I watch when I watch a game and 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 watch a quarterback play. To me, it's it's can you as a as a team and as a coach and as an offense, like can you? Replicate that success, yes, or is it just like that's why that's part of my problem with Lamar? I, I, I like his a lot of his production is off script, off platform, right? And so, and I don't know what the right balance is for me to feel for me to feel better about what Lamar bring. I know he can go win a bunch of damn ball games, and he's fun to watch. Um, but if we're talking about that category, like I'm more the one thing that's so impressive about Jalen to me is. I just firmly believe that he's always in control and that what they're doing to some degree they're going to it's sustainable very exactly. Like I understand they're gonna to have to pay him at some point. They're not gonna be able to pay all the offensive linemen or the defense or, or whatever. But when it's all said and done, to go out there and be able to throw up thirty five points with that style of offense where it's not run and gun, it's not it's not, you know, the the throw the ball fifty times, it's more of a ball control approach. Um that's that's powerful man yep. and and, it, and it's it's um I just believe in what I'm watching like it's he be, be, Jay Jalen hurts and the staff because not just Jalen and the staff they 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 had the ability with Jalen's skill set to simplify the game to make the defense vanilla to to simplify the ball game and and force certain things to happen because of what they he's capable of doing and they maximize it and when you do that, I mean, now, still, like, talent can trumpet, right? At the end of the day, you, you can come up with a team that's more talented and they can knock you out of your scheme and out of your rhythm and out of your routine, but it lessens the likelihood of that happening, if that makes sense. Like, you can go out there and be be just – now, Pat Mahomes and, and the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs have put a – they're, they're kind of in a league of their own. That's what I think makes Pat so unique. Is like he can go out there and play just balls to the wall, hair on fire, and go win win two titles in in five years, three uh, three attempts, whatever it was. Um, but boy, it, really neutralizes an opponent. And, and I'm just a believer in in what they do relative to being able to sustain it.
2: All right, we all got on the grill this weekend, baby. I know we all made some, we all made some, our favorites for the Super Bowl. Clint got on the grill for the first time. We'll talk to him about his experience and mm-hmm. what he made uh, on the grill. And uh, I, I got to get this. We, we touched this a little bit ago, but I want to know. Bobby Slowett got hired this weekend, but that's not the hire that's getting Clint frisky. We'll, uh, we'll get an understanding of why he likes another hire the Texans made coming up next. That made me football horns.
0: Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley.
2: I just, I want to get to, I just literally just saw this. So, uh, Clint and Tyler have no idea. ESPN just put out their early, early, uh, 2023 power rankings.
0: Oh my God! That- Why
2: are the, te- the Texans are dead last?
3: Come are they? On. Yes. Yeah, I mean that's rightfully so. You think
2: so? Stop being I mean, a dumpster fire. They got the Texans thirty-two, Cardinals thirty-one, Colts thirty.
3: Yeah, I guess the Cardinals. The I, Cardinals I, and the Colts, man. The Cardinals are like, the ones. Even, the Cardinals are the ones to me. But I, but then when you look at the roster, I mean, there's.
2: You don't know who's going to be their quarterback.
3: Yeah, who? Cardinals? Is he going to be back by? Oh then? yeah. Oh oh oh! I don't know exactly when his return when his return is, but um, I would think so.
2: Davis Mills. Why, David? See, this is the write-up. Davis Mills logged a QBR of 33.2, third worst among starters, and was benched for backup quarterback Kyle Allen for two games in week 12 and 13. Allen threw four interceptions in his brief time as a starter, so it's clear an upgrade is needed at quarterback. After hiring D'Amico Ryan's, the Texans could look to get a quarterback in April's draft with the number two overall pick. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Will Levis are options. The Texans must Leave the offseason with the new face of the franchise to seller, accelerate the team's rebuild. What? But what? Why is Davis Mills and Kyle Allen even mentioned? It's unnecessary, man. They say they needed a quarterback. <laughs> it's
3: That's all they, they got, baby. I mean, mix. D'Amico said it multiple times. Got one quarterback on the roster. We got to we got to get a couple more. We got to upgrade. Let's
2: go, Bryce. I, listen, I listen. I'm not saying it's a great. Like it's a, a go off. God damn it! I mean, I I, the Texans
3: got to be ahead of the Colts. Nah, man. This roster.
2: I'm just saying. I mean, the, the Colts roster.
3: I mean, this roster, and, and and I I think it's just a matter of time before they before they ship out Brandon Cooks. This roster.
2: Oh, they got the Atlanta Falcons 26th. Yeah, I mean, I mean you, you
3: you think about it. You think about it. Literally, offensively, they got three starters that ain't competing for a job. Really. Two tackles and a, and a running back. Who who else who else isn't competing for a job?
2: I mean, Nico's got a job, right?
3: Man, hey, N- if if Nico if, if N- Nico ain't competing for a job oh, this no, offseason, that, oh, oh, no, that, then, then Miko ain't didn't do his job. <laughs> Miko,
2: that that's good. Then Miko's who
3: who is you said so only the tackles. The only guys on the offensive side of the football that that should feel any kind of comfort. In, in, their, in their job security. Is your two tackles and Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce, Titus Howard, and Laramie Tunsell. Everybody else, your ass better be at every, every time them doors open over at NRG, your ass better be in there either watching film, working out, meeting with the dietitian.
2: Currently, the depth chart says Davis Mills, Daria Agumbawale. But we know that's going to be. That's, yeah. Daniel Pierce, Brandon Cooks. I mean, is he? I mean, is he, If he's here, if he's no, no, was. no,
3: no. I think I said that once. I think Brandon Cooks is going to be traded. Okay, like so I think I think they, they, I think they will gone. do everything they can to get rid of Brandon I Cooks. That. That, that was my point. Like if, if once Brandon Cooks is traded, they're going to be three dudes on this on this offensive roster that ain't that that have any level of job security.
2: Chris Moore, Nico Collins.
3: If Chris Moore and Nico Collins are are are, are, are secure starters, I think
2: Troy Hairston's safe.
0: Uh, that's,
2: no, yeah, well they no, he ain't actually the kind of fullbacks that they would like to have. I don't think, <laughs> yeah, I I don't think know. Troy's safe. I don't actually, know. Actually, I don't. I think Troy's going to move on. Kenyon Green is still battling.
3: You bet your ass he is. Hell
2: yeah, did you watch him last year? I don't know, but I thought, Oh man, I, yeah, I, I, so I mean he make it handy he
3: too. needs to be fighting for his life. He, he needs to be fighting for his job. I mean there's there no even the dudes that you think are, are maybe starters, Nico, Kenyon, I mean you uh,
2: they should at least have to
3: fight. They should at least Oh, it, it should be it should be, boy, you better do, you better you better use every second of every day. As efficiently as you possibly can, or there's a good chance you ain't gonna be in Houston.
2: Yeah, I guess Jordan Akins. We don't know what he's gonna be in.
3: That I was the that was the one that came to mind about, about 30 seconds ago, and I thought.
2: But Tegan Couturiano, what he's done, I don't I don't think it's safe. I wouldn't no, say it's safe.
3: No. For him. I no. Jor, right. Jor, I, I yeah. do like Jordan a lot. I think Jordan's a guy that's gonna benefit greatly from from this uh, this new system. Trailer, will and frame um,
2: text line. John Mechie. He has not played football in the we NFL. We don't know yet. if
3: he's gonna be available.
2: I mean, we think he's going to be But even if he is, he has not played football. He doesn't. He's not coming in and just starting, <laughs> like ain't got nothing to worry about. He's going to be in there competing. Wow, thirty second.
3: Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, this uh, this roster has got some uh, got a long way to go in a short time to bank get there, on man. The draft.
2: I guess you can't just bake on what you think they'll get in the draft. But,
3: I mean, yeah, you, want, you know, but I mean, I think I think there's I think when you look at the Texans show, there's some guys to me that I look and I go man they're going to be better like as the system gets better they're going to be better they can do more um Christian Harris um obviously Stingley um you know even you can even get into the the the, the Grenards uh, you know of, yeah. of the world kind of deal and and you know the, with with a with some a better supporting cast with a new play caller with a better scheme those guys are going to kind of emerge or even get better I I honestly and I've thought this from jump with Nico. I, I think Nico is a good wide receiver. Nico is not a wide receiver that should ever be comfortable with in in his in his position. Like Nico, like I right now Nico is a Chris Moore type of guy. to you, yeah. You know what I mean? Like and maybe he takes that next step. I just don't see I just don't see it. Like I just don't see I I don't I don't I haven't seen that yet. You know, I I don't um there's been a couple of big catches, big games, but it's one of those where, hey, it's the perfect call, perfect route versus the perfect coverage, and the quarterback happened to lay the ball in the soft spot, you know, soft spot of the zone. Those are things that that you expect your number three got to do. You know, just, really, you expect a good receiving core expects all your guys to be able to it's do.
2: Kind of a punch of reality, the excitement that is rolling around here, guys. Stop texting in that John Weeks is a lock. Okay, we're not talking oh, about Weeks. We're not talking about we're talking special about teams. Nine. Uh, but it's just kind of a like, and
3: with everything that's happening around here, yeah. Thirty second, got got a lot of
4: cap space. <laughs>
2: <A lot laughs> of cap space. What'd you get on the grill? I saw, I saw you, uh, Tyler. You did a little pork. What was that? Pork shoulder. You did.
4: Yeah, yeah. I did a it's Boston awesome. butt.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I went a little crazy. It's, was it a pork shoulder or a Boston butt? Uh, it's kind it. of kind of interchangeable.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I, yeah it, 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 yeah, it looked good. I saw that. I, I went queso, smoked some queso, which was very very first-timer. Proud of that. Did did some ribs uh, and some chicken wings in there as well, man. Really I saw your pictures.
4: That looked really good. Really got after it there. Mm.
2: And you opened yours up for the first time. You got on the web. Hey, got the, the grill, grill that, that show, gave Clint. Yep. I
3: smoked some queso, but it was at the Mexican food restaurant. And I smoked some wings, but it was at the father-in-law's house last You didn't do a damn thing night. on that thing, did you? I didn't take the you lid off. You didn't grill anything? I didn't anything? take the lid is it, off is the it, Weber. Is
2: it still in... Where did you say you had it? It's in, in my garage. Is it still in your garage? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you haven't even moved it outside? Damn, man. Oh,
3: no, no, no. I can't put it outside, man. That old, that old, salt, that old breeze off that uh, salt water out there will eat that thing alive. What
4: happened to steaks, man?
3: Wifey did. We had other plans, man.
2: Mm-hmm. Man.
3: I'm... I, I'm... I'm just telling you. My, I should have given your grill to I somebody let you else guys show. Down.
2: I, I I I there's there's no way you could have convinced me that Clint was not gonna mess with that grill.
3: <laughs> I, I that this one I'll let you guys down. This one has me a little shook. Saturday got away from us, ate crawfish instead of eating at the house. Didn't have plans, didn't have plans, kinda just went that way. Ate Mexican food where I smoked the queso. And then uh, stopped by my cousin's house to to uh, hang for a few, and that turned into crawfish in the evening. Tyler, ne-
2: uh, I bet he never even went to a store to buy anything. I bet he didn't. Even, I mean, to oh, even- for
3: sure, yeah, that didn't happen. No, never. Y'all are correct. <laughs> yeah, the plan was to go to lunch and do Mexican. I was going to
2: say, what was the plan? What was the, the plan, plan was
3: you? to do Mexican food, and then on the way back, stop and grab something at the little meat market by the house, and. Like I said, ended up elbow deep in some in some uh, about ten pounds of crawfish and I don't do know, about hell, a six pack of uh, Coors Light. How
2: the hell does it change that fast? I mean, how does it change? Oh, we got some Mexican food. All right, there's the plan. And then, out oh, the of hell with it, man. Get these crawfish going. My
3: my wife is wondering the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she was she oh, wasn't real happy damn. with
2: me. I'm sorry. Love. I'm
3: disappointed in you, man. I, yeah,
2: I'm beyond it. I, I really am. I yeah. I, I thought we was gonna. have Well, it so here's
3: good. the other deal. I've I've got. A, I wanted to save it for Valentine's Day too. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna do a Valentine's. Day. Oh, come on. Okay. Man. We'll <laughs> see. Oh, man, yeah. We'll that. see. Valentine's Day. Okay. Steaks, man. Steaks. <laughs> They're already purchased.
2: Get, just get your reservations. <laughs> No, they're already Just purchased. Get reservations. You're not doing <laughs> steaks, man. Just get
4: your reservations. Yeah, man. Just man. call up somebody, get a yeah, nice steakhouse, set up a, a
3: reservation, like Show said. All right, I- I'll surprise you guys.
2: You, t- I mean, I, I, you know, I should have known. I didn't get any photos. No response. When we're sending out. Oh yeah,
3: no, I no. Look, I, I let you guys know that I I, I, I said maybe you didn't know what I was talking about, but I said I've, I've, I've disappointed. I've let you guys down. Oh, Sorry. that's what that meant. Yeah, I let you guys down. I knew it.
2: All right, I just, I, I can't even, I just, I can't even look. I can't. What? Real quick, before we, before we, what is it? What is it about Gerard Johnson that gets you going so much? That, that, because you seem to be more excited about that hire at quarterback coach than you are about Bobby Sloan. I am, I
3: am, because of the known. I, 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 uh, I know, I, I know Gerard Johnson has played the position at a high level. He stood in the pocket, you know, ten, eleven yards behind, behind the center. And uh stared down the barrel and 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 delivered a football and took one in the chin and and knows the importance of of uh, you know all the details of the game I know he i know that he understands the uh the, 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 the what the, what the environment the atmosphere if you will around the quarterback in that quarterback room needs to look like should look like in order to win in order for that that guy to be uh quarterback to to play at his highest level whatever that is. Um, I, I love his kind of his upbringing, kind of how he got into coaching um, through the Elite Eleven. I'm not the biggest fan of Elite Eleven and kind of what it all stands for and 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 how it all is is uh, operates. But but I I love what Trent Dilfer did with his quarterback, does with his quarterback coaches in terms of making them be great teachers. Um, and and so I I love I love the you know what I hope Gerard Johnson brings to the table relative to the day-to-day work of of what a quarterback needs to do mentally and physically. And, and then when you look on top of that, the relationship that he's he's had with C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young through the Elite 11, since they were in juniors and seniors in high school, that could end up being very, very valuable in terms of who they end up getting in here, having that relationship, having that familiarity with that guy. Um, I, I really, really like the Gerard Johnson hire, man. I mean, it, it is. Um, that was
2: interesting. because Just your, your reaction to Slowick and and Johnson were yeah. very, very different.
3: Slo- I, I'm I'm worried about Slowick. I'm I mean, like that's like I, that, I don't have any concern that Gerard Johnson can can lead a quarterback room. I, I don't have any I don't have any concern that Gerard Johnson, can, if need be, can say, "Hey guys, I'm the only voice in my quarterback's here right now. Y'all chill out." You know, I mean, I, I know not saying that he would or he needs to. I'm just saying there's a time and a place where I know he is going to handle the quarterback position better than most. And I don't know what Bobby Slowick brings to the table. I know what all the articles say. I know what Kyle Shanahan, you know, said. Uh, I I know that what his resume says, but I I don't know – nowhere on any of that does it say, hey, this guy has led an entire offensive staff. This guy has built a playbook. This guy has – has built his offense around this quarterback that you're hanging the future of the organization on. Hey, in game, in the moment, this guy knows has great feel for play calling, and like we don't. Those are all, I mean, monster things that this guy has to be able to do, and he's never done it.
2: What you got coming up in the fourth?
3: Well, we had a game last night. We had a uh, we had a football game last night, and I feel sure like I, I feel like I got robbed of a of a, of a, a even better game. I know you know you know what I'm talking about that that damn penalty at the end of it we'll uh we'll we'll hit that and and then uh, there's one more thing I just can't let die show the all these coach hires that are running around all over the country right now all over the NFL right now um, there's a little bit more news coming out of out of that Jets organization up there which is a similar path that the the Texans are on that's going to make me a little bit I'm saving all the uncomfortable and the concern for me today instead of you. That's what I'm doing because your team won the Super Bowl, by the way. So we'll, uh, we'll jump into that into that flag late in that ball game and, and uh, a couple other things around the NFL. We'll do that uh, when we come back. Sports Radio 610.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.